0: This is the Power Breakfast Show Podcast Series. Podcast Series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.
1: Alrighty, 12 minutes after the hour of uh, 7 o'clock on the 24th day of August. Good morning to. Thank you so much for joining us on the second hour of the Power Breakfast Show on Power 1 and 2 Digital. Thank you, Avi. Who's back from her R and R. All right. So, welcome back, Avi. All right. Um, quickly, before we get into our guest, we got to give you the results of our morning poll. Traffic-wise, Trinity City to Mokoya, not too bad. Mokoya to Yui, a bit heavy, getting into Port of Spain. Uh, after Baratari, you're going to get some traffic there for sure. All right, Riverlet Road to Point Lisa's heavy. Apart from that, got nothing else to tell you about. Regarding our poll, Central Animal Lover says yes to the poll. Uh, Eve in Shigaguana says yes. Mr. Beeps, I say yes to the poll. More guests. Um, all right, that's it. Right, and that's the rest of our poll gentlemen so let's get the results before we bring in our guest um criminologist sir figuera what we got there wendell
2: yeah we would have asked this morning if you are if you are sorry in agreement with the reward the special reward being proposed for health sector workers for how they manage the covid 19 pandemic as proposed by the prime minister we had 28 people voting on our poll this morning 20 of 22 of you said yes six said no right including one man who has three members of his family in the health sector he said no he he does not support all right so that's the results of our poll this morning of course we could have asked if you agree that the prime minister the biggest mistake the prime minister made was Gary Griffith. you could ask you could ask so many things if you agree with the splitting of hdc but we have the rest of the week. Unless something comes up. Unless Mr. Figueroa give us some revelation here this morning that blows <laughs> our mind away.
1: Good morning, Mr. Figueroa. Well, we do Darien. have Gary Griffith on tomorrow morning. Good morning. Oh. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Figueroa. How are you? Good
3: morning. I'm okay.
1: Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us on a Power Breakfast Show. As it's you see on your screen, we have Wendell Stephen. We have Richard Ragu uh Paul Richards is in there somewhere. He's out of the country. But he's joining us from his. Hotel room, he doesn't want to put on his camera because we don't know who's there with him, and of course, we've well, got we no yeah. yet Yeah, we don't have you made up the bed as yet. He has a problem with that. All right, well, so thank you so much. All right.
2: Is he hearing us? Thank you.
1: Oh, yeah, he is. He That's, is. Yes, it's it's a little delayed. That's
2: right. All right, so thanks for joining us, Mr. Figueroa. So, I know that well, you have a, a wealth of experience in terms of criminology and criminal um, enterprises and so on and you would have given um, your opinion on several matters over the years i know that recently you would have given one on the scrap iron industry you want to um no well, we,
1: we do we, we, as i said we do the crime and then we'll come end up with the scrap okay iron. all right yeah. okay i thought so because we, we yesterday yes yeah, so, but mr figuera uh, conversation yesterday and i said that you've been in this you know, in this business for so long, and um, since the nineties, he said is nineties. He told me, yes. And you are scared. <sighs> Yesterday alone had so many shootings, killings. Up to last night, had two in San Juan. I don't know if there were. I know there were shootings. I don't know if anyone died. I didn't hear anything as yet. Uh, your thoughts.
3: It is a very, very diverse reality that is impacting all of us in Trinidad and Tobago simultaneously. And we therefore need to untangle this diversity to extract for us an idea of the players on the landscape. So it is a complex picture. So let me start from the social order and then move to the individuals in trinidad and tobago today what is common to all of us who ride maxis and things like that like myself is the rage that is expressed in this society the social order on a daily basis with interaction between people from perfect strangers the people you know the members of families there is this seeding driving rage and when you take this rage and you combine it with an attitude of conflict must be resolved with violence and you have illicit guns abundant in the social order like the sweetie then we now understand we have a volatile mix that leads us down the road so what is happening today With levels of violence that you ask yourself, what is the rationale for it? What is the reasoning behind it? Or is it just simply you have violence being perpetuated simply for violence' sake? So you can have violence, which is an instrument of power. That you are engaged in for example an illicit trade so in the illicit trades you don't take somebody to court to settle an issue you settle it in an illicit manner but what i am looking at is a level of violence external of the trades external of the illicit world which points to this endemic rage in the society And this rage is flowing from desire and an attitude of entitlement. That you are entitled to what you desire and you will grab and get hold of what you desire by any means necessary. And this is going on in Trinidad and Tobago at a time when Our state institutions are in a collapse. The judiciary is constipated to the point of going belly up. The remaniard is overcrowded. The prison system is constantly at breaking point. The TTPS is stretched to its limit. customs and excise is not answering to the threats posed to the social order because customs and excise continues to be structured as how the colonial massa left it in 1962. so in the midst of this social reality you have state institutions that are not functioning in response to the threats posed by the 21st century reality of Shandaran and Tobago, that is the first base concrete reality we have to deal with and live with and accept. Then we can now become specific. But even when we get specific, so for example, we could talk about the change of our business model, the illicit trades and a new order and the fact that the old order that is that it has been pushed out is now fighting for its survival by any means necessary but all of these realities in the illicit world would not have the same impact upon the society if we were not in gripped in this rage this issue of entitlement and to acquire what we desire by any means necessary in an environment flooded with illicit guns. So, for example, in 2008, we had a change of business model. We had the highest spike in our murder toll in one year in 2008. But then thereafter, it simply abated. We have had this phenomenon in Trinidad and Tobago that kicked on. In the rivers of blood in 17, 18, and 19. We had a sort of neutral period in 20. And by June of 2021, the trend returned. So if we compare June 2021 murder toll to June, June 2022 murder toll, in June 2022 it rose by 21%. But in July 2022, the motor toll rose by sixty percent compared to July 2021. So we are on a roll. Harking back to 17, 18, and 19 with the rivers of blood. So that is that is the overall analysis, the macro analysis. Mm. But how
2: how would you how would you quell this rage at this point in time, Mr. Figueroa? How would you recommend that this rage be quelled? Because I understand you, and I've known a few people who've just been killed because, and I, I and I ask this question, either where they're from, where they are at the point in time, and, 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 and on a lesser percent, what they're involved in. So a lot of people now are being killed because of where they're from and where they are at the point in time. Mm-hmm. How do we quell that rage
3: well what what i have picked up on over the years is that the problem we face in the social order is a collapse of social control now nobody can police a democratic society into good behavior the ttps could never do it i don't care how much how much militarized policing you bring and you follow the model of Guatemala and Honduras etc it is not going to work so what is happening now the fundamental question that has to be now answered is what has happened that has led to this collapse of social control because you cannot put a police person on every corner in Trinidad and Tobago it is impossible in police and so, a social order to do that. Then we will need a police, a TTPS of twenty-five to thirty thousand people on the establishment. Yeah. Who paying for that? Strange enough, strange enough, the, the um the Minister of
2: National Security and the Prime Minister used those same words last evening because of the level of levels of crime that's taking place now. In terms of even well, I, 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 I'm, I'm jumping here to the scrap iron industry where people were stealing literally win. You can't police that. So, but, but how, my my original question is how do we go about quelling this rage?
3: Well, the, 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 the rage is based upon a basic disconnect between what your place in the social order and your relationship with the social order so if this if the if what you call the validating elites of the social order and they have lost their legitimacy explain that all right you always have elites in a social order politicians persons in religion whatever civil society you call it but especially politicians and civil society who is charged with the duty of convincing the population to police ourselves so we must now be convinced to say to ourselves nah i ain't doing that Mm. that's wrong that ain't working out for me But when the legitimacy of the the validating elites collapse, they no longer can convince us to police ourselves. Because we are now saying on the ground that they themselves don't police themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you listen to the discourse of the protesters from the iron trade, that is the message they give every night when you stick a camera and a microphone in their face. That they are punishing us on the ground because we are poor. But they are the top don't suffer like us. Mm-hmm. And they don't even abide by the rules they want us to follow. So it's a case of do as I say but not as I do. The next call you hear is I want... Justice that is common. So after the killings occur, the aggrieved family continuously demands that they want justice. So that means they have a problem with how the the, the state institutions is going to deal with them and this killing. But
2: well, well, is it is it then is it then that there is not is. It, is it that they don't want justice, but it's revenge they want? Well, those who want
3: revenge know how to go and get it.
2: So they is ju- the cry for justice
3: it. hollow in, in some cases? Some cases, yes, but we can't predict the hearts of men. Mm. But in others, there is a profound cry, and you and they they they, they need justice because it is a grinding reality when you have to deal with the state institutions because the state institutions are not functioning in a 21st century context yeah so for example you have a conflict with somebody and you indicate to the person that you will go to the courts they watch you in your face and tell you that's five to ten years Mm -hmm. so what you're doing in the interim five to ten years and i could do you what i want Mm -hmm and then there's always the threat and there is always the fear that you have conflict with somebody you talk the court talk and then you get shots put on here so that is that is who now wielding the power in the society that is who now have become our validating elites so what we are now living in is a social order which is based on a democracy but it is power relations in the social order like a wolf pack yeah where survival of the fittest yeah and the alphas rule and consume all the weak ones and the weak ones can't do nothing and the weak ones cannot defend themselves so they literally when you have to deal with people on a daily basis in a social order, they literally call you out. They challenge you to see how far you're willing to go and how much resources you're willing to go by indicating to you that they're willing to go to a level outside of the rule of law. So therefore, this illicit way of dealing with conflict it has effectively undermined the rule of law so are you saying
4: that the whole issue um because it's in terms of the conversation that the the commission of police um and um brings up from time to time is the issue of gangs the issue of how even today in the newspapers he's telling parents bond with your children or gangs will will do that job for you so is it because you're talking about rage in a very generic sense at at least that's what i'm getting from you that in a generic sense um there is a lot of rage in the society how does this pit against the issue of gangs which is the narrative of the police is that a lot of the violence is coming from organized criminality and the, the mushrooming of more and more gangs so which is it is it is it both in your opinion in terms of your analysis or is it more gangs and this these enraged people who are willing to bypass the social contract that we should all be following and who are willing to breach that social contract are getting into gangs and then doing the criminality
3: well you see i i first i was doing the the macro gangs are the micro no when we speak of gangs in trinidad and tobago we speak about gangs in a very generic term because gang the concept gang does not really explain to you or bring out to you what is the reality on the ground and the fundamental reality on the ground with with gangland is that gangland is a space territory parts of the geography of trinidad and tobago that have now been since since the process began and accelerated in the second half of the 1990s that it is space under the control of a powered entity other than the state so in every single piece of territory in and tobago under the control of gangland that means you have the state and gangland in contest for control of the inhabitants of that space and the space and gangland socializes its inhabitants in keeping with its value system and it is a value system that directly attacks erodes and destroys the value system of the validating elites and remember it is the system that failed to deal with the appearance and growth of Gangland because Gangland came out of the illicit drug trade. Gangland was not created by government patronage. Government patronage was forced to deal with Gangland because of the power that done's wheel on the ground. But it's out of the illicit drug trade, Gangland emerged and Gangland became so powerful that it did not need the patronage of the government by which to run its territory. You know, I'm, I'm hearing this gangland thing.
2: I'm hearing this illicit drug trade. But is it... I find it hard to believe that, and I may be naive in this, that people who are involved in, in drugs, gangs, um, for a profit can't find a way to do so quietly.
3: That, can't, yeah.
2: yeah can't find a way to do so without the murderous results that we are getting.
3: Well let's see that now you have raised the issue of business model. Hmm. When you are a player, In order for you to get supply, you have to be connected to transnational organized crime. Mm -hmm. Because remember, we don't produce the product in Trinidad and Tobago. Right. And transnational organized crime, in its diversity, they have different business models. So the business model that has always been dominant in Trinidad and Tobago colombia the colombian model always has a propensity for violence and what where the violence comes from with the colombian model is the manner in which they do business so what happens what is happening now in Trinidad and tobago from the early years of the 21st century there was a new business model on the block a new transnational organized crime model which has now pushed the Colombian model to the side Mm. as it has taken over the world cocaine trade and it dominates the trade to Europe, America and Asia. It controls its own coca production in South America. So what is happening is that at the same time we have this rage in Sharon and Tobago, this flood of illicit guns. We have now a transition in the trade between business models and a supplanted model fighting back. And that is what is driving the violence. Mm-hmm.
4: But so how do you i'm hearing you giving an, um your your analysis of how you see the situation and i'm just wondering um, because you talk about validating elites you talk about the collapse or collapsing of institutions that govern the social order um so how do we fix it
3: well the first point i have to make is that every social order as a tipping point. And we are now in our tipping point. And the question to be put to Trinidad and Tobago is, if hey, from the second half of the 1960s we entered the world of transnational organized crime and the illicit trades, and to date we have done nothing to bring our institutions bawling and screaming into the postmodern context to deal with this threat, how can we erase all those years of history and the impact it has had on the on the evolution of our social order and fix it overnight the question then is can it be fixed mr Figueroa? um
4: well but i mean i always believe things can be fixed is it that mm -hmm. you in your opinion it cannot be fixed is that what you're saying
3: you see always believing it can anything can be fixed is a north atlantic humanist position
4: So, what is your position it cannot be fixed is that your perspective
3: in the life of the south and the third world there are states that collapse
4: so in your opinion it cannot be fixed
3: what it requires to be fixed now is radical political change Explain what do you mean that. by
4: that what does that statement mean
3: the politics of race has failed Trinidad and Tobago from 1962 to 2022. Because the politics of race is incapable of coming to grips with ever-changing, evolving realities on the ground. Because all you are interested in is motivating the requisite number of voters to put you in power, or keep you in power, by bringing out a primordial response
0: morning darius two quick questions one um if you could comment on the recent spike in murders in the context of changes in gang leaderships uh there's some who suggested several gang leaders who have been killed who were kind of keeping some sort of order in gangland in parentheses and now there's a a turmoil in terms of those trying to seek ascendancy in the gangs one and the second question is if you could comment on the level of infiltration of the narco economy into the formal economy into the and big and the impact that is having on the uh country as a whole in terms of crimin- criminality
3: all right what we must understand by june 2020 a new gangland order and the peace that emanated from it was apparent in fact the protests throughout port spain and along the east west corridor in response to police killings was the re- public show of the new gangland order from the time that gangland order was made manifest there were repeated attempts in 2020 and going into 2021 to break the peace what accelerated in 2021 in 2022 sorry and destroyed the peace was a deliberate policy to start terminating players in the game who were pillars of the East knowing fully well that when you started to terminate players there will be the violent kickback and we are seeing it today so what was happening in 1718 and 19 manifested itself in the last quarter of 2021 and going into 2022 it accelerated
2: where do you think that policy would have emanated
3: that came out of the clash between the business models Mm. so what is happening now is that the battle between the business models is in fact worse than what happened in 2008. Mm. and then what we have now is individuals and groups that are going around and attempting to make paper generate income off of the instability so in July month we had a series of drug blocks that were lighted up so that, so they have reached, they reached then in July month, the level of the, retray, the retail trade. And when you reach the level of the retail trade, that sends a message to you of grave instability. What does
0: that mean, the level of the retail trade?
3: Well, you see, the, the retail trade is a cash generating level of the basis you generate cash here in which you cover costs here and you also generate wealth here you dominate the retail trade you literally inherit the benefits of the cash cow especially in the ganja market when you start lighting up blocks that means you you have now carried the war to damage the retail trade because you want control of it because you you lost and you want it back by is end- it a
0: misnomer to think at this stage of the narco trade in Trinidad and Tobago that is only big businessmen driving it there's a suggestion in the past that well the big white collar criminals who are already importing the the drugs and the guns are the ones are untouchable but some are now suggesting that the smaller players, the guys in the block, have ascended to the contacts in Colombia and other jurisdictions in terms of making the direct contacts with the transshipment of drugs and guns.
3: You see, we we have you see the the two business models are entirely different. The dominant business model of the Mexican Transnational Trafficking Organization. They don't sell their product to third parties. They keep their product within their whole structure of affiliates. So what happens when this business model takes over is that persons in Trinidad and Tobago who became very, very rich overnight of the Colombian model, they have to continue holding on to that Colombian model for their life because without it, they have lost the source of wealth because there's no room for them in the new model and what happens with the the new model is the new model takes affiliates from gangland and they become players in the trafficking because of the way that new model is structured so what happens with this new model it is not only the volume of product moving through Trinidad and Tobago has re- remarkably and increased. But the menu, the range of products moving through Trinidad and Tobago and available in Trinidad and Tobago has also expanded. Especially that includes the
0: ketamine and all these, all these psychedelic drugs.
3: Yes, because the forte of the, 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 the Mexican transnational organizations is synthetic drugs because you you are not tied to producing a plant from which you derive
0: what you percentage know. of the trinidad economy do you think is underwritten by this knuckle trade
3: well what happens in trinidad and tobago is that we have significant sections of the oligarchy who are drug trafficking families and out of that everything else flows you know, Mr.
2: Figaro, for all the years, for all the years you've been talking, right? Um, you, you have not really, you're, whilst you have given us broad analysis, you have not really zeroed in on telling us what the problem is or who the problem is. Well, we know, we know what the problem is, but who's causing the problem? So it's a name names. Well, I ain't saying name names, but at least point us in certain directions
0: the oligarch, oligarch, oligarch families. Well, you for you. Well, I don't know.
4: It, I'm. Who are these oligarch families that are crime syndicates? This is what you're saying. So,
3: the fact name of, them. The, the, fact of, the fact of the matter is, I. I am not in the business of collecting prosecutable, evidence. Mm-hmm. But what I can assure you all. That prosecutable evidence is in the hands of the United States federal government. So what's stopping them from working with they've the. They've been, been their own
2: battles United. that they've not been able to win either.
3: Yes.
4: But, but, but as you as you mentioned, the U.S. is it is it that you think because you've painted a very um, gloomy and dark picture of Trinidad and Tobago in 2022? Um, is it? And I asked you, well, how do you fix it? Uh, and well my interpretation of your answer is that it's either it's difficult to fix or you don't think it's fixable um is it then that we are at a point that we need in your opinion uh, that we need aggressive international assistance to deal with this problem
3: no they can't help us why they can't help us because the only way they they, they, they can help us is you what you do you you come and you remove here what happens in the case where America removes from Guatemala, Honduras, Mexico and you take them back to America and you put them in a court of law and lock them up in a federal penitentiary. Even before America takes them on an extradition, they have been replaced. Well I,
4: but I'm talking I'm talking about assistance and at a more macro level you're talking about validating elites you're talking about institutions that have not moved into the 21st century is what you just said is it that we need assistance in those things getting the institutions empowered to deal with the problem yeah
2: the police in particular
3: no america Ameri- american american customs has a presence in trinidad and tobago since under the NAR what difference has it made in the way we run customs and manage customs and exercise is
0: it a, is I'm it a local to reluctance to of
4: solutions but yeah uh, but you know. is it a
0: local reluctance by authorities to deal with these oligarch families or these big players because a couple of years ago there was a big drug bust that was tracked from the u.s by the u.s authorities identified in trinidad who is it group Yeah, And it it was cited as one of the biggest, if not the biggest, drug bust coming out of a U.S. port. Ended up in Trinidad and Tobago, ended up from Trinidad and Tobago, I can't remember which way it was. That didn't seem to go anywhere to any prosecutions. Why does that sort of thing happen when the Americans were so involved in that?
3: What happens is, what is the strategic agenda of the U.S. Department of Justice and the trade here? That's what what it comes down to.
2: But what is it?
3: They measure the impact of what you are exporting upon them. And that is why they focus upon certain specific regions and areas.
2: So you're saying that America You're saying that America
4: doesn't is i know i, 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 I no. In i was, was getting back Richard. to the institutional hey, right. development and enhancement and i'm not just talking about america america is not the only place on the planet that can assist you have the eu um but i'm just saying is it that the institutions can be revamped because you said they weren't equipped and they weren't moving into the 21st century and I'm trying to think solutions and talk solutions, and you you rebutted by saying America has a presence here. What difference has it made? So is it that you're saying that, that international assistance, even in empowering institutions, will not ha- help? So is it that we just throw our hands up in the air and say, well, that's so, it, the society is gone?
3: I said, um, the US customs here since under the is still here.
4: And you said it hasn't it helped.
3: Is, it, is, it's a it, it is the validating elites whose duty it is to implement the reform. If you want to say that anybody could come in here and help us, then you're going to t- you are saying that we must then become a colony again?
4: No, that's not what I'm saying. Because Why would you go to you that are, extreme point in terms of what so I said?
3: If you're validating elites are not willing... If you based on what you're saying, are saying are it, do you
0: think doing? that part of the issue is that these... Elites slash oligarchs have also infiltrated political entities with campaign financing, so there's a reluctance even to go after them.
3: But it is even more than that. The the, the validated elites in themselves, their personality, their worldview, the attitude is simply, do not take risks that can impact you at the ballot box.
0: Expand on that for me.
3: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little confused by that statement. There is there is always a issue of what price would I pay?
0: Because if you go up to is... them, it, it, it will cost you the, 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 the vote.
3: Yes. Because you never guys...
0: What, what percentage do you think of the economy is underwritten by the narco trade in this country
3: well i simply don't have a clue because the question is in order to in order to plot that you have to know how much they earn from it mr Figueroa, going back to what you said just prior to that
2: last question paul asked you is that what happened to the man in government
3: concerning what Going
2: going after the the, the elites and suffering at the polls.
3: Well, there is this position that the Manning government was committed to do something. And the Manning government was committed to finally make a change. My personal point of view is that the grave mistake was calling elections early. Mm-hmm.
2: But do, but there was a school of thought too that he was forced to do so.
3: Well, at that point in time, you you make your choice.
0: Well, he, he he presumed or was, was advised there was a palace school looming and the early election was a preemptive strike by my understanding.
3: Well, that was the choice made at that moment.
0: All of this is conjecture, so I mean, we don't really know. <laughs>
2: But there's a lot of conjecture. There's a lot
4: of yeah. There's a lot of um yeah. you
3: know.
2: It had it. There was talk about him being called, summoned to some meeting with 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 elites, and 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 him. You know, so there was a lot of talk, a lot of conjectures, which Richard said around that calling another election. How how do you? let me answer that how do, what, what is the involvement of the ttps and all what is happening here in the country at this point in time how do we fix that issue
4: but they, i don't know that he thinks anything can be fixed when no
3: no he can, can he, yeah the, the, the question is what do we expect from the TTPS? if you expect, expect from... and serve with pride if you expect from the TTPs social control, because that means you expect from the TTPs a colonial policing going on after sixty-two, which has in fact happened.
0: Do but you think there, Gary? Was a, do you think Gary Griffin was an effective commissioner? No. Why? Why not?
3: Because not one single one of the four horsemen of the apople- apocalypse of the the ttps did gary griffith unseat the rider explain that
0: you you confuse me there
3: there are four horsemen of the ttps apocalypse promotions internal discipline command and control organized crime in three years not a single horseman was unseated these four horsemen ride and they 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 ride linked together at the hips they are Siamese quadruplets so that means you have to tackle the four of them simultaneously The impact of the four of them on the TTPS and its effectiveness is clearly apparent today. But after three years, you have you did not tackle nor unseat a single horseman. Do you think he would have had success
0: if he were to continue for another three?
3: Nope. And what was what was printed as the Stanley John report was simply mind-boggling,
2: well, the Prime Minister last evening referred to a report that he said he will not make the mistake like the former Prime Minister and late in Parliament to to, to, to spoil any chances. Referring to the live sport report, which Kamala passed, he said, "But what he saw." is extremely disturbing and he will of course let the let the the process play out as opposed to laying it um into in the public domain what do you think he's referring
3: to well i simply don't have a clue all we heard all we heard was a series of word coming out reports from persons uh, so what went on in life sport as to what went on, I never really investigated. It's not my place.
2: Hmm. I'm I'm speaking here about the, the Prime Minister's reference to current events in terms of the investigation into the I think it's firearm users' um licenses.
3: You no, know, well, what I from what you are telling me, I think he is was referring to when the NAR government made the Scott drug report public by laying it in Parliament.
2: No, no, no. He, he was referring to when Kamala Pasad sister laid the life report and the then, the then minister of Port went to court and won in terms of what was revealed then. But he was, uh, uh, he was comparing that to what he has before him now concerning the firearm users um, licenses.
3: Well, we wait and see. Yeah, because the the Sanijan report was revelation enough.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Well, I do. So, Mr. Figueroa, where do we go from here? Because we have a we clearly have a problem on our on our hands. Um, we've discussed it at length, but we've come up with no tangible solution. How do we fix what's happening now in Trinidad and Tobago, where people are afraid to even congregate at the side of their own homes in a leisurely manner? How do we fix that?
3: The changes that are necessary can only come from a new politics and a new political order. By with the old, say, but, but with the whom? The old 1962 model failed us miserably.
0: So, are you talking about a new political governance system? Because a lot of the new parties, including Guy Griffith, PDP, XYZ, uh, also run Ultimate Rejects. They are falling into the same governance structure. So, is it, gonna, is it that that has to change no matter who
3: else? The, the reality is this. There's one single act. That will take place at the level of the parliament that will change it dramatically the question is who are the persons that we ultimately will choose and vote for who will have that temerity to do it one simpler what are the representation the majority
0: what uh, representation of the people? Who is that? What act is that?
3: You change the electoral system.
0: The representation of the people?
3: Yes. You change the electoral system. You end the first past the post. And you do that... And go to proportional representation. And you move to a system which demands that you create coalitions yeah. in order to govern. Like Germany. Like... Let's not go so far. Like Suriname.
0: Yeah. Where where you have have to form accommodations between disparate groups.
3: Yes. So in Suriname, you have the racial division. But because of the electoral system, Suriname has people who, from different race groups and ethnic groups, have to sit on and a table after election and make a deal to govern. Mm -hmm. So it have no... One race is on one side, on the government side, and the next race condemned the opposition on the other side. That, de- that has to end. And mm. from the time that act is passed in Parliament by simple majority, the politics will immediately change in Trinidad and Tobago.
0: Do you they think Trinidad and Tobago has the biggest narco economy in the Caribbean, not counting Central America and
1: South America?
3: No, the biggest, the biggest narco economy in the Caribbean is the Dominican Republic. Okay. Hmm.
1: All right, Mr. Figueroa, Go. I want to ask you to hold on for me for two minutes. I got a break for a news, guys. And when we come back, we're gonna dis- we'll are gonna we we'll chat briefly regarding an you know, article you wrote on the weekend uh, on the scrap iron. All right? Yeah, so just yeah. hold for me for one second.
0: Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.